Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's November 2nd. Marie Antoinette was born on this day in 1755 in Vienna, Austria. She would go on to marry Louis, the Dauphin of France. He would become King Louis XVI in 1770. She was only 14 when they got married, and this marriage had been arranged when she was 10 years old. She was kind of a pawn in all of this. The whole thing was meant to connect the House of Habsburg with the French Bourbons. That was going to make a diplomatic connection between Austria and France, hopefully preventing future wars, resolving from conflict, from past wars, When Louis became the king in 1774, he and Marie Antoinette pretty quickly became emblematic of what people thought of as royal excess. And this was in the years leading up to the French Revolution. They were also really heavily criticized and scrutinized because their marriage wasn't consummated for many years, although they did eventually go on to have four children. Marie Antoinette herself was heavily criticized for all of the expense that went into things like her hair and her gowns. She had hundreds of elaborate dresses. There were people who said that it was her who was causing France's financial problems with all this money that she was spending on what she was wearing and what was in her hair. And she did spend a lot of money on all that stuff. But that was still a really tiny part of what was going on in the French economy. That included some economic policies that had been just disastrous, plus expenses that were brought on by France coming to the aid of the Patriots' cause during the American Revolution. She and Louis were really heavily scapegoated in the press, though, even though it was not their personal spending that was causing all of France's problems. And really, it was, at best, completely clueless of them to be having such a visibly opulent life at Versailles while the rest of the French people were struggling and on the cusp of a revolution. After women marched on Versailles in response to a food shortage, which we've talked about on this podcast before, Louis and Marie Antoinette were forced to return to Paris, and they were virtually held captive there. As the French Revolution spread, the royal family tried to escape on June 20th of 1791, but they were captured and imprisoned, and Louis was executed on January 21st of 1793. Marie Antoinette died by guillotine on October 16th, 1793, after having been found guilty of treason in a very sensationalized and lurid trial. She was the last queen of France. Because of all this hair and gowns and opulence and excess and wild parties, she has developed a reputation for being uncaring and greedy. There's that whole rumor that she was told that French peasants couldn't afford to buy bread and she very dismissively said to let them eat cake. That's not true. That is a story that was about a completely different princess. In reality, she had a very generous streak when it came to other people, particularly those who were needy. She sold the royal flatware at one point to try to buy grain for poor people during a famine. She established a home for unwed mothers. She took in an orphaned boy and oversaw his education. So even though she's been sort of branded as this uncaring, greedy, flippant, frivolous woman who spent all of France's money on her hair and clothes, she had a very generous and soft-hearted streak that's often forgotten in the face of all of that. 
Thanks very much to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this podcast. And you can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a congressional first. <laughs>